Hello, everybody. Thank you, Rabbi Joe, for giving me the opportunity to record today's chapter of 929, which is in Malachim Aleph, Parak Chaf, or Kings 1, chapter 20. Um, may this recording and today's learning be in merit of a Rufua Shalima, a speedy recovery of one of my best friends, Bryna Barina. Um, who also happens to be my Tanakh um learning partner. Okay, so basically in this chapter, we have a lot of interesting things going on. So just a little background on who our, the current king of Israel is, the seventh king in this kingdom of Israel. His name is Ahav, um, and he's generally perceived as a pretty bad guy, you know, with like lots of idol worship going on during his reign. And keep in mind that he ended up ruling for 22 years. And as we discussed in previous chapters, um, you know, the whole showdown with Eliyahu and then Elisha coming up, a lot, all of that was really um, Ahav against Ahav and Isabel, um, or Isabel. Um, so, you know, king and queen, power duo of the evil monarchy. Um, and I, I can't remember where I heard this, but I once heard someone compare Ahav and Isabel to um, King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella of um, Spain during the Spanish Inquisition. So, yeah, not great track record they got. So just opening up the chapter from the second verse, um, we see a conversation that Ahab has with one of with the king of Aram, whose name is Ben Hadad. Um, so basically, they're it's they're trying to discuss some international relations stuff. So Ben Hadad says to him, "Your silver and your gold are mine. Your wives and also your good children are mine. So basically, I'm going to take everything from you." And Ahab responds, as you say, my lord king, and I and all I have are yours. So from the start, Ahab seems pretty willing to give Ben-Hadad whatever he wants. Because I, I guess that's good diplomacy. <sighs> then Ben-Hadad sends him an, another reminder because, you know, maybe uh, he was a little shocked at how Ahab, how, how Ahab was willing to, you know, cede everything to him. And he says, okay, okay, Mr. Ahav, this time tomorrow, I will send my servants to you and they will search your house and the houses of your courtiers and seize everything you prize and take it away. So yeah, he's taken it all. Then we're going to skip a few verses where basically Ahav consults some um, elders and we'll get back to that soon. But then he responds in a very weird way he instead of saying all right like okay go for it he said all that you did send for to your servant at the first i will do but this thing i may not do so okay what's going on with that you clearly seem to agree to him before and now you're changing your mind Ahab, what are you doing here and obviously that diplomacy did not go over well and then Ahab. So and then Israel and Aram got into a war or three, and the rest of the chapter is not very fun. But anyway, back to this very strange conversation. 
So the Gemara in Mesechet Sanhedrin, um, tractate Sanhedrin, on page 102b, or Kuf Bet, Amud Bet, um, presents us with the following question after this whole thing. Okay, was Achav good or bad? It's a whole longer discussion, but according to Rabbi Yochanan, who um, he takes these verses and says, what is this one prize that he treasured, right? Like, what's this one thing that Ahab decided, hey, I'm not going to actually give you everything. So Rabbi Yochanan says, it's Torah. How do we know that? Because um, the, he deserved to rule for 22 years since there are 22 letters in the Torah. Fine, okay, so he goes with a little bit of a drushy, drushy answer, as in kind of like, not according to Pshat, not according to the simple reading of the text. But basically, Rabbi Yochanan seems to view Ahab in a very positive light. He seems to say that the reason that Ahab refused to give over anything to Ben-Hadad was because of his devotion to Torah. Um... Personally, I have a little bit of a problem with that response because if at the end of the day, does Ahav was still willing to give away the women and the children from the beginning. So perhaps that's just war mentality and normal diplomacy as was during those times and not going to comment about today. But still, it seems strange. Why would he merit being able to rule for 22 years and why would we see that as a positive thing if he's still willing to give away people and if we also know from other places which we'll get to eventually in the next few chapters where it explicitly says that he does bad things so i am not the only person who feels this way um the gemara continues and suggested that this prized possession that he wouldn't give up um was actually his idols and his idol worship um, and Rav Yosef says that the people that he got advice from, remember we mentioned um, from the earlier verses in, I would say, I think it's right in verse 8, um, the elders who said to him, do not obey and do not submit. Yeah, it turns out, according to Rav Yosef, he says, nah, they were wicked people. And so, again, here we're taking another interpretation. This is just another interpretation, not explicitly clear in the simple reading of the text, but Review Safe seems to hold that Ahab was a bad guy. So you have Review Yochanan saying, oh my gosh, he was so good, he was a Torah scholar, and we love him, and then you have Review Safe saying, no, 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 this guy was really bad. So, okay, which one is it? Then we have the third opinion, which comes from Rav Nachman. And in the Gemara, and he says that, well, you know, at the end of the day, we can't really tell. He was someone who was shakul, which literally means balanced. So he claims that half of his mitzvot and or of his good deeds and half of his averot were of his bad deeds were balanced somehow in um, Shemayim or in God's decision making. So, again, another thing that we can't really... He gives examples of verses to prove his point, but at the end of the day, all three of these opinions are um, examples of ways of darshaning, like we said, which is just 
taking the meaning of the adding on to the simple meaning of the text okay so now to answer our first question and trying to still figure all this out this guy Ahab right who is married to this crazy queen lady who everyone agrees Isabel was awful and we know the things that she did from previous chapters that were already said so what's the deal with this guy was he good or bad so I think the point of this Gemara that we have here with the three different opinions um, is that there's not really an answer. There's not really a conclusion, right? We don't say, oh, like, do you, is Ahab good or bad? Oh, I hold by Rav Nachman, or oh, I hold by Rav Yosef. Like, that's not how we work. Rather, I believe that the point of this Gemara's discussion was to teach us that there are three that first of all we as readers of Tanakh have three valid ways to understand Ahab's behavior from the Torah and there's no real exact label of good or bad that we can make from his intentions because again we're not inside his brain um, and we can't get inside of his head so lastly I'd like to just connect this the whole thing of not labeling and the complexity of humankind to the current month that we're in, which is Elul. Um, and it's very soon we're about to enter um, a very intense time, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, um, lots of judgment going on and lots of, um, you know, figuring out tshuva, returning to ourselves so just wanted to say that just like we can't definitively label Ahab as good or bad, so too we can't really label ourselves as good or bad um, during the tshuva process. Um, I mean, you technically could, but I just think that it's a little dangerous to one's own mental health and to one's own self-perception. And that at the end of the day, each individual has control over the way that they will I guess, the way they perceive themselves, but in terms of the way others perceive you, that's also, in a way, in your control based on your actions. Um, So yeah, just try to, just wishing everyone um, a reflective, good Elul and a good couple of, as we enter, as we are kind of at the end of Elul and the beginning of Tishrei very soon. So just don't forget the complexity of being human and have a great day.